All right, I'm going to go in the intro now. All right, hit it. Thanks for listening to episode 11 of Hip Squared. I'm your co-host, John Beecham. And I'm Troy Kramer. And this is American Fantastic's pop culture podcast, celebrating everything from the mainstream to the independent, weird, old, and local. Troy, how's it going? Uh, it's been going well. Been uh, staying busy. Classes are going along. Same old, same old. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just uh, work, class. The grind. Repeat. Yeah. 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 I've been all about the baby. Uh-huh. We haven't been all about the baby. Not all about the baby. You know, I, um, I got to go read at River City Review last week, mm-hmm. which is a very neat event in Louisville. It's put on by Ashley Taylor. And it is a monthly reading series at the Bardstown in Louisville, Kentucky, on Bardstown Road. Um, It's a really neat Shakespearean um, bar and entertainment venue. Yes. uh, I recommend uh, when you go, go with somebody that's been there before because hearing recommendations from them for uh, menu options is quite entertaining. Yeah. (laughs) So I went went there with a bunch of – I went to see the River City Review, by the way. Uh, John did great. But I went there with a bunch of my friends. And uh, we were sitting there before, and it's like, so uh, they were asking me, so uh, what's pretty good here? I was like, hmm, yes, I prefer the uh, Fahitrius or uh, all, uh, My Kingdom for Some Pork. Those are my two favorites. Wow. Those are, yeah, I could, keep, <laughs> I could keep doing that all day. Like, as you said that, I kept trying to think of, like, a really good Hamlet pun, but the only thing I could come up with was Green Eggs and Hamlet. Yeah, they have, <laughs> like, all of the menu options are Shakespearean puns. Um, and I think the drink, like, every everything on there is a pun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's one about to kill a mockingbird, and I'm just totally blanking on it now. But it's a it, the in addition to having good puns, the food's great, um, and the entertainment there is well yeah. is pretty sweet also. I think I agree, and they're really good about hosting local uh, artists. Um, mm-hmm. So River City Review was a group of writers and a musician uh, that performed. Uh, did want to give a few shout outs to the people uh, that read with me. A couple of them I really liked. Um, one was named Kelly Morris, and mm-hmm. she was uh, writing kind of like this twisted tale of suburban, I guess you could call them, mo- yeah, suburban moms. Mm-hmm. And it's all about um, them witnessing a man humping a tree at a park with her children <laughs> yes. present. Yes. Which uh, sounds like really weird and perverted, but the way it was kind of like this really good satire about like the struggles and the weird, odd things about being um, suburban moms and like how, mm-hmm. kind of like how they changed. That was really neat. Yeah, great comedy as well. Great, co- yeah, very. I funny think moments. I think that one might have gotten the most laughs. Yeah. Overall, but yeah, well deserved. It was good, good reading. Good reading. And the guy who stole the show is this <laughs> named man named Michael Bowman, and he was this young uh, slam poet, um, very like open and vulnerable and expressive, and really good. Uh, just kind of like getting his i don't know like he he because i when i read i try to do like a bit of a performance too and, and mm-hmm. like actually express and put emotions in it but he had all of his poems memorized he had gestures that went along with everything and it just mm-hmm. i don't know i had never seen a slam poet at the top of their game like that before and he like yeah like the audience really loved him and mm-hmm. louisville crowds are great but he was yeah they're clapping for him and yeah it was really yeah. neat you could tell there were a bunch of people were there for him uh yeah. he did a great job though he was uh, very interesting. He was an entertainer. He was quite an entertainer. And if yeah. if you guys want to check out the Barstown, they got uh, events going on every week. Mm-hmm. After the River City Review lets out, um, there's a comedy show that starts 10 p.m. Okay. I think that's every Thursday night. Hmm. 
So we always have to vacate the premises. Yeah, they rushed us out pretty quick at the end. It's like, all right, that's the show. Get yeah. out, get out, get out. Yeah, but it's a good reason. And I, you know, I like that. I've been to the comedy show there before, and um, that's really neat about Louisville. We have this burgeoning uh, independent stand-up comedy scene, so it's neat. Like the places like the Bardstown and uh, places like Kaiju, like different venues around town, being really open and hospitable to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't seen a whole lot of comedy scenes, but I think if we start talking about that too much, we're going to run out of time to talk yeah. about. Our, our real topics this week, which um, this was kind of my idea. Uh, I, I mentioned this to John, is that um, we do what I like to call a meta podcast. So we're a podcast. We talk about pop culture. And one of the things that I think we both consume in terms of pop culture is podcasts. Um, so this podcast is going to be all about the podcasts that we're listening to. It's the podcast about podcasts. Uh, we'll, I, th- I think we talked about it. We want to do this every now and then. We don't want to like... You know, bombard you with other podcasts to listen to all the time, but kind of keep you fresh on what we're paying attention to. Yeah, I think we're both podcast addicts mm-hmm. and earbud enthusiasts. So yeah, <laughs> I, I so I have listened to podcasts for a long time. Haven't listened to them like I hadn't listened to them super intently just all the time as much as I have like this last week. Um, I was at work. I didn't have. I was working on something pretty mind numbing at the time. I just wanted something on in the background. I didn't want music. I'd been listening to a bunch of Stephen Sondheim, but I, I was starting to feel really weird about that. <laughs> Are you so. bursting in the song in the break room in like random times? Like, uh, somebody hand me a soda. Um, <laughs> it's hard to bu- burst into Stephen Sondheim just because the words are so weird and it's, it's yeah. strange. Uh, Sondheim's like for a whole another episode. Yeah, I will, I will sidetrack you. <laughs> yeah, so, but I did start to listen to um, a podcast many people had suggested to me called Hardcore History. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a podcast by a man uh, by the name of Dan Carlin. He does it all by himself, which is brave. Yes. First of all, I can only imagine how hard it is to record an entire podcast just talking to yourself, essentially. Yeah. I think um, he has his like producer with him and like partner, but like yeah, like he's the only one that's ever on the mic. Yeah, you yeah. only ever hear him. Um, I've been listening to his most recent stuff. Uh, I'll mention how he does his work. He asks for donations just like any other podcast, just like our podcast. Um, but he also, um, in addition to like asking for money, his older podcasts are, uh, you have to pay for them. Um, and his newer podcasts are free. So I've been listening to his free ones. And um, the format that he does is one of the more, I was going to say most, yeah, probably most interesting podcasts I've done. Yeah, and how I he's just, kind of like a really good academic but, right. but like he gives a, it's almost like a lecture, but a very entertaining one and sort of like not one that you'd think of a professor, but like maybe like an uncle or a grandpa. Right. <laughs> so how I describe it is that he, um, his hardcore history is he'll talk about big historical world events and he'll go into great detail on them. And most people, when I tell them this is like, okay, you know, that makes sense. And then I tell them, um, the one that I was just listening to was all about the uh, develop from the development of nuclear weapons up until uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis mm-hmm. and a little bit after that, and it was six hours. Yeah, that's and they the, go, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's the most recent one, I believe. It's called uh, the Destroyer of Worlds. Destroyer of Worlds, yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I got I got it all right written down here. So uh, the first so the first one I listened to was the Destroyer of Worlds, um, and it was all about like I said, development of nuclear weapons up until the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, and he talks about it from both sides. So you hear about Eisenhower, Truman, JFK, and then Lenin. Yeah, it was like Stalin and Nikita Khrushchev. Stalin and Khrushchev, yeah, yeah on the other side. So it, the way he – and he is a performer. 
Um, I think believe he had his start as a radio performer or yeah. as a radio host. I think he is a radio personality because I know he has other like podcasts or radio shows mm-hmm. too. But this is the one that's like he's the most well known for. Yeah. Well, when I was looking up on uh, Wikipedia, apparently he has another podcast that he's very well known for that I had not heard of. Yeah, I think there's one that he does. So, uh, Hardcore History is pretty much anybody could listen to that and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Um, he doesn't really take a stance. But I think yeah. his other podcast is a political podcast, which is more oh, okay. like No Holds Barred. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a lot more opinionated on that. And I probably is not as inclusive for an audience. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you could listen to the other side. But uh, yeah, I, so <laughs> he's uh, one thing that I'll mention about him is that he is very good about sta- is about I was going to say staying impartial, but that's not true. He's very good about mentioning his biases beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that all of us could. Uh, I wish could take into account that understanding we have biases from where we come from and letting people know up front, hey, I'm 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 giving you this information based on what I know, mm-hmm. based on like this background of me. So take that into account. Yeah, it's it's a brilliant podcast. I think um, it's one of the ones that I've learned the most about, mm-hmm. even for topics that I feel more familiar with. Because um, he gets he he's a really good. Uh, person can distill a lot of information in a short mm-hmm. space and um one of the things i really like that he does is he pours through these huge historical texts mm-hmm. some of them are from like first person accounts like primary sources that come from history right itself and some of them are like people writing about the history but he reads these excerpts that really just like get to the core of what he's talking about and he's able to weave these together in such a way that it's kind of like this beautiful tapestry that you see of the entire mm-hmm big topic that he's talking about yeah so the one that i've been so i listened to destroy of worlds and then i listened to right after that king of kings uh which is all about the persian empire and the persian kings and that one's a not so that one's actually not a very good example because mm-hmm. all through king of kings talking about cyrus the great uh darius xerxes all of these he essentially has to go by one source herodotus because that's the only guy that was yeah. writing anything uh <laughs> the ancient greek uh playwright Mm-hmm. Uh, that we talk well, he's about. He's kind of like considered the father of history. Right, because yeah. he's the first one that was out there. And um, But the one thing, the thing that Dan Carlin does when he uh, describes these that's excellent is that he talks in a very uh, interesting tone. Um, he keeps the topics uh, fresh. He makes them relevant to us using analogies. But every time that he does a quote, um, you'll notice that he drops his voice right before he starts to talk about it. And then he'll come in with a quote in a really loud voice to make you know, okay, this is what was actually happening at the time, and this yeah. is what someone's saying. <laughs> yeah, he's an excellent reader, and it, it just like yeah, like really good at pouring through the information and some of the stuff that he gets into. Like, we have these little details, and like, um, there's one he wrote called "Wrath of the Khans," which okay. is all about Genghis Khan and his descendants. But he'll, he'll write about um, like when Genghis Khan would. He would basically trick a city into surrendering, and then he would kill like every man, woman, child inside of it. And like, but the details would be like the the size of the pile of bones that would be um, mm. in the city afterward, or um, just like different uh, things like that. Or the ones he wrote about, uh, or with Destroyer of World, like going into like just how much damage mm-hmm. each nuclear blast could do potentially, and just. Uh, it, it was insane, like, all of the different examples. Like, I think, too, there was this 
possibility before they exploded the first atom bomb like they thought they might destroy the universe yeah and, like, and just start like a chain reaction where everything would catch on fire basically. yeah the, the atmosphere would catch on fire was the concern okay. the explosion would be so large that it would uh in uh was it, raise the temperature of the earth and catch the atmosphere on fire and kill us all yeah but it's it's a really well done series and i definitely encourage anybody to check it out um mm-hmm. so the first like i said the most his most recent stuff is free i think it's the most yeah. recent eight episodes through i think what he usually does is the past six months okay or so it might, it might be more than that because his episodes come out like on a fairly infrequent basis because yeah. they are so huge and so well researched. Mm-hmm. So um, the most recent, I guess, six months or so are free. Beyond that, uh, you can pay a pri- you can pay so much. I don't know the prices off the top of my head for uh, different segments. Yeah, I think uh, generally or, they're a dollar a show or a dollar an episode. Yeah, and then you can also pay. I think it's sixty dollars for like all forty of his uh, old episodes, all of his old episodes that he hasn't released. Yeah. So that'll get you. That'll get you everything. The whole shebang. Um, and I was looking through his stuff, and the one thing that I really wanted to learn about, and I don't think he talked about it that much, which was frustrating, is the Napoleonic Wars, because I know I didn't learn much about it in yeah. like high school, and I just want I want to know more about it. And I don't think he has an episode on it, <laughs> I so don't it's think killing he does me. Either, but I think what you could do is um, reach out and request podcasts, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of people that. Uh, create love getting feedback from their audience so yeah I think I think there was he did a reddit AMA and somebody was like Mm -hmm. are you gonna do one on the Napoleonic Wars and he was like there's a lot there (laughs) (laughs) Napoleon s'il vous plaît yeah there's just there's there's a lot there but it just seems it's so interesting it's another break but yeah and he refers to Napoleon a lot he does just like in terms of yeah like um, in the World War II episodes and talking about like general winter and things like that Mm mm-hmm there's a really good one. This one isn't um, free anymore, but it's often cited as his greatest hit, so to speak. I think it's called Ghosts of the Ost Front. That's what it is. And it's all about the Eastern Front in World War II. Oh, okay. So even though Napoleon isn't ref- um, like the subject of that, there's a lot oh. of allusions to it because he also invaded Russia. So it's something, something land war in Asia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But as, as the uh, as the Sicilian from Princess Bride always says, uh, there's two things that you never do. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it one is com- commit a land war in Asia, and the yeah. other one is what is it? Bet with the Sicilian while death is on the line. Yeah, while well, death is on the line. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's, the, he's the least Sicilian person in the world. Yes, he plays that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um, yeah that that's a really good podcast. And I I think that it's neat having podcasts that you can actually like learn from and mm-hmm. enjoy at the same time. Uh, one that I wanted to mention for anybody who's already a hardcore history fan is Howl FM, um, which is Scott Ackerman's podcast network. He does Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, he has a series called Hardcore Game of Thrones. <laughs> and Hardcore Game of Thrones is exactly what it sounds like. It's an, it is a parody of hardcore history. But it's all about the War of the Five Kings. Okay. And I don't know if I can really do it justice, but he has a really great Dan Carlin impression. <laughs> okay. So, but, uh, but it's in the same style, and it's so it's so well done and so interesting, and um, and it's great too because the kind of the conceit is that uh, when he's talking about um the sources that he refers to, he talks about Maester Martin and you know all these <laughs> mm-hmm. anybody who's. He's like, we have to depend on Maester Martin for most of these sources. But, yeah, it's really neat and clever. 
the way it's done and it's um it's definitely something that you can get to from the beginning to the end and like hardcore history they're they're fairly long episodes but if anybody is a really big game of thrones nerd and you're waiting for something before the new season comes out it's a really good one to listen to and um i also recommend it because it's it can catch you up on the books um because he they use the books as the primary source and it goes all the way back to the beginning times okay even before where the show starts i was gonna ask if you needed to read like do you need to read the books and like have watched all the episodes of the show uh, i would say ready to not get spoiled okay but um you don't really need if you're if you just want to figure out what game of thrones is about Mm -hmm. and you don't really want to invest you know, all the hours and hours it would take to go through the TV show or the books. And, and, the, emo- be, and the emotional exhaustion. And the emotional exhaustion. It would be a cool way just to kind of get into um, into the the ideas and the... Par- like, if somebody made a hardcore history of, like, Doctor Who, mm-hmm. like, that would be neat for me because it's like, I don't know if I would want to, you know, sit through 30 seasons of television, but if somebody could, like, concisely, you know, here's the history of this doctor and here's the history of that doctor, I would definitely get into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that would be – there's a lot there. That yeah. show's been on forever. I know. Well, um, speaking of premium podcasts, um, I would like to tell everybody about uh, the podcasting network that I get a lot of enjoyment out of. It's called Maximum Fun. And uh, it's kind of an umbrella of podcasts. I'm going to focus on like one family that makes a bunch of podcasts together. Uh, But if anybody's ever heard of Bullseye, it's an NPR show hosted by Jesse Thorne. And he it's it's kind of like a pop culture um, interview show. Uh, I would compare it to Terry Gross's uh, Fresh Air, but more with a millennial focus. And uh, but like very good, like heart to heart interviews and like pulling a lot of information out. But he has his own podcasting network that he runs out of L.A. And um, so he gets like all kinds of shows. Um, You can check it out at MaximumFun.org. And it's all listener supported, artist owned. It's really cool uh, example of independent media. The people that I would like to focus on are uh, a group of people called the McElroy Brothers. Okay, And um. So I'll talk about the show that has recently gotten turned into a TV show. It's internet TV show. It's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Okay. So the what it's about is three brothers. They're all from Huntington, West Virginia. They're all like theater nerds, but also like very silly and like crude, I okay. guess, at the same time. <laughs> but crude and like, I don't know if there's like a way, it's kind of like a smart crudeness, if that makes any sense. So it's wit. It's witty, but there's definitely like F-bombs and like they'll get into like, not like gross for grossness's sake, but they won't shy away from anything. Oh, okay. That's for sure. Um, and they will answer advice questions. Okay. But in a really silly way, like, <laughs> like one of the ones that they get uh, asked the most often is like, I was at work. And one of my coworkers um, split his pants, but didn't notice. Like, should I have told him? Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the answer, of course, is always like, yes, yes. Anytime, you know, if I have a booger hanging on my nose, like, tell me right away. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But, I thought, uh, see, I was wondering where they would go with that. I was wondering if it was like, uh, yes, you should tell him so that you can point and laugh at him and yeah. embarrass him. Well, like, that's <laughs> kind of where they're like, well, they'll have ideas about what she could do. It's like, yeah, man, like, I mean, even like some staples or some safety pins or like nothing <laughs> <laughs> else that can go home on lunch. Um, that's that's part of it is just like these really silly um, advice 
but other parts are things like um like they do yahoo answers okay and they're just like really silly kind of like throwaway ones there are some stupid yahoo questions out there like (laughs) like one of the like apparently for some reason there's a lot of yahoo answers about horses i guess a lot of people like (laughs) who own horses will ask questions on there but um one of them that was really funny is like, how do I convince my parents to let me have a second horse? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I believe that I believe the solution is however you convince them to have the first horse. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but it, it's just like um, they get into all kinds of silly, goofy bits about that. Um, they also have like uh, people that are kind of like part of the show that submit the answers to them. Okay. So they have like there, there's a guy named uh, Yahoo Yahoo Drew Drew Davenport. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His answer is level nine thousand. I think is what his like full title. <laughs> but he he will like give the um a different one like a bunch of different ones every week, and uh, now they've made it into a show on CISO. Do you know what CISO is, Troy? Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I don't. Okay. CISO is uh they're run by NBC, but they are their own uh, streaming comedy. Okay. Uh, internet streaming comedy, I guess channel. So, so are they like <laughs> spo- are they sponsored by NCC uh, or NBC? NBC. I think they're just funded. Or um, okay, you know, they, they do have a lot of NBC content. Like you can watch every single episode of Saturday Night Live on it. Okay, they do okay. the late night shows from the night before, um, but they also host. Well, that's how um, a few weeks ago when I talked about uh, a bit of Fry and Laurie. Yeah, that's how I found out about that show. Oh, they have okay. a bunch of British television show too, but they do original content. And my brother and my brother and me was recently turned into a um, a TV show where they basically it's like the same conceit, but they've gone back to their um, their home in West Virginia. Oh God! So and, the uh, parents are there. Yeah, well, the dad <laughs> is there. He's he's kind of a part of their little like podcasting universe because oh, okay. he's on a show they do called um, Adventure Time. No, not Adventure Time. The Adventure Zone. Okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I've heard show. of Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> Where they play Dungeons and Dragons together. Aw. But uh, he is, uh, he like kind of like gives them like fatherly advice or sort of, not really, but oh, okay. just kind of like in a silly way. Um, but yeah, it's just a really well done, tightly crafted, um, and, and it's really good like when you've listened to a bunch of them because you kind of get to see how the like the different brothers have different personalities from each other and mm-hmm. they kind of like bounce off of each other. Um if you would like to watch the show, if you go to CISO.com, you can do a free trial for a month. Okay. And all you have to do is I think you can like log in through Facebook or um, a few different ways, but there's a lot of really cool content on there, and that's uh, one I definitely recommend checking okay. out. How much is it for like if you if you're stay interested? It's three ninety nine per oh, month. That's not bad it's, at yeah, all. it's hardly anything. It's cheaper than Netflix. It's got a lot of um, top notch content on there, and yeah, it's. Uh, the only thing, the only caveat, and I don't know if it's because of me or the website, but every once in a while, like, it'll be kind of glitchy. Hmm, that's weird. So I don't know, like, f- like when it first started, it would, like, buffer a lot, and I couldn't figure it out. And then uh, recently I was watching an episode on my phone, and it, 
it was really weird because uh, there was a part where there's like this little fly or like this ant that comes out on mm-hmm. and like they scoop the ant out and they say, oh no, like that ant was like making the whole show work. Oh. <laughs> and as soon as they said that, it started to glitch. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then it like glitched all the way through the credits. It's like, oh man, like they're really committing to this. And then, but then I fast forward and I realized like, oh, that's like not a non-purpose glitch. But, oh, that, that that's on my end. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, yeah, with the, at least with the, uh, um, you know, like a free trial, you can see if it works. And it does work most of the time. That was kind okay. of an aberration. But that's like my only caveat. It's not quite as dependable as like a YouTuber or Netflix. Yeah, it sounds like it's on CISO's end more than it's on it's on your end. Or, yeah. It was and, really... it's not, and it's not on the podcaster's end no, either. So there's nothing not. they can do about yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing they can do about it. So credit to their credit to their uh, success. It sounds like they've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of good work in terms of like, I don't know, keeping things interesting. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I would, uh, there's another premium podcast I can talk about. Okay. So this one is, I was, was going to say, I can talk about Dan Carlin all day cause I've literally <laughs> listened to him for like 15 hours of the last yeah. week, but go ahead. Talk about uh, your premium podcast. Okay. Um, well actually I think I'm going to focus on, uh, the McElroy brothers, other shows Okay. because there's so many of them. <laughs> so, um, my brother, my brother, and me is sort of their staple show. Okay. Uh, then there's like a bunch of different shows that are kind of spinoffs, and they sort of encompass this whole family. So if you haven't, if you haven't seen any of it before, watch my brother and my brother and me first, yeah. okay. or listen to it, or listen to that's it. That's like first. their. That's like the. Uh, I guess you would call it like the grandfather podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, Justin is one of the brothers. He's the oldest brother. He does a really cool show with his wife, which is kind of. Um, similar in some ways to hardcore history. It's much shorter, hmm. but it's about medical history. Oh, okay. And cool. um, it's also a comedy podcast, though, because a lot of it involves the really bizarre ways people have tried to um, help themselves. Okay. So one of the first uh, episodes, well, I think it's the very first episode, is about uh, trepanation or tree panning. Have you ever heard of that? Tree panning? Yeah. No. Okay. I wouldn't recommend trying it. <laughs> Basically, okay, good start. Yeah, (laughs) basically, what you do with trepanation is you drill a hole in your skull. Oh, and it's usually to kind of like either let out evil spirits or like if people had really bad headaches or seizures. Okay, this was often a um, a method that people would use, and uh, it's yeah. Oh man, really, really old medical procedures just like make my skin crawl sometimes. Just the different things that you hear, like, people trying to do to yeah. try and solve weird illnesses. Yeah. There's all kinds of bizarre things that people did. Um, the last gross thing I'll talk about, <laughs> but this is, like, too good. This is, like, an example of things on Sawbun. So if you, if this kind of stuff, like, intrigues you more than grosses you out or if it <laughs> does both, definitely check it out. Um, is uh, They did an episode all about mummies. Oh, okay. And apparently people used to uh, eat, like, dried up bits of mummies. Oh, aphrodisiac. I don't know. It could have been. I'm sure there was like all kinds of uses for them. I'm sure it was. But um, that's that, that. It seems like anytime you hear like one of those weird, like take this, grind it up, and eat it. Mm-hmm. It was an aphro, It was because it was an aphrodisiac. Yeah, either an aphrodisiac. Um, there's also that's funny because like a lot of the old remedies, it was like either things that would make you poop, things that would make you pee, or things that would make you throw up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. So. <laughs> So there's those things. Um, hey, man, the real miracle drug was the one that made you do all three. Yeah, at the same <laughs> time. Yeah. There, there's like some more um, relatively modern stuff. Like, she gets into it a lot. Um, it's Justin and his wife, Sydney. And his wife, Sydney, is an actual medical doctor. Like oh, okay. She's practicing now. She's like a uh, 
general practitioner <laughs> and her husband's recording podcasts yeah exactly <laughs> and it's funny though because uh like the sort of the dynamic is uh, like the tagline of the show is a marital tour of misguided medicine but justin is more of a like a like yeah like he plays off as kind of like the dunce or the goof the bystander yeah and then uh sydney is uh, also funny at times but she's the one who's like more knowledgeable okay but they they do a really good um show they have like really yeah of course really good chemistry together because they are husband and wife but there's um more modern things like they do get it a lot into the um people used to go around and have shows basically where they would sell it was like folk medicine or like snake oil okay so there was like a whole circuit involved in that. So hmm. there's a few episodes on those kinds of people. Um, there's also episodes on more uh, topical things like that people are still really into now, like cranberries. Like around Thanksgiving, they did a whole episode about cranberries and all of like the and how good they are for. Well, you? it's kind of like how good they are for you, but like yeah, like how people think of them as like this miracle food. Oh, and so a lot of like I'd say probably the vast majority of the show is just explaining what people use different things for or it could be like yeah what they used for cranberries in like the middle ages oh like they okay. might use it to treat this or that hmm. um but it does it and then there's also a lot of debunking involved oh, okay and oh it, like medical myths that's like yeah you thought this was true but it's not and you're yeah, wrong and exactly and i would i will say that they she definitely has a very western perspective on things so a lot of things that people are into like natural medicine or ayurvedic medicine um she will often say like well there's no scientific evidence yeah Mm -hmm. but um but overall i think she she's really fairly balanced and even though she has her own bias like it's not in the kind of like a mean-spirited or like demeaning way it's more just like well if you like it it can't hurt you yeah as long as you're not (laughs) using it uh what is it as long as you're not like using it in the substitute or rejecting yeah. like convent other medicines that could be helping you. Exactly. And yeah. And that's one of the things too, is like they'll kind of caution you and tell you about things that like are general tendencies. Like if anything claims to be a cure all, mm-hmm. then it cures nothing. Okay. So that is definitely, um, you know, a very like useful kind of way to view when you're talking about medicine. But, um, but I definitely recommend those. If anybody wants to check out uh, all of these shows, uh, McElroyShows.com. Okay. There's only one C in that, is uh, where you can get the McElroy Brothers shows, and the MaximumFun.org is for the whole network. And then Sawbones and uh, my brother, my brother and me, the podcast are just kind of like under that Maximum Fun umbrella. Okay. And if you want to check out DanCarlin.com, uh, you can always look at, look up his website, Dan Carlin Hardcore History. If you search for history podcast, you can't remember what we were talking about at all. It's the number one uh, number one hit. Exactly. So yeah, I think everybody will uh, get these started into them. Um, yeah, and I did want to thank everybody so much for listening to our humble podcast. Uh, we do really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, if you guys want to get some really good royalty-free music, we recommend danosongs.com. That's what you use for our intro and outro music. Thanks, Dano. And if you would like to support American Fantastic on uh, Patreon, you can find us there. Anything helps, and um, you can keep your earbuds warm and cozy with our love and affection. And uh, you guys can make sure you check out AmericanFantastic.com for more audio content. That's where you can listen to all the old episodes of Hip Squared and all the episodes of the American Fantastic Radio Hour that I recorded at Art FM. Um, And you can check out a lot of other cool uh, art and content there as well. Uh, Troy, anything else you'd like to say? I just want to thank Maple. 
Do we not forget? Oh, yeah. We're not thanking Maple this week? Yeah, we week? should thank Maple every week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maple. Uh, he does our <laughs> awesome audio production. You guys can check out what Maple's been up to at uh, Maplex, or no, the creative community.com. Megaflexmonk.com. Sorry. Oh, Creative community on Facebook. Did, did you I hear something? Up. Did you yeah, hear something? It was there? a ghost. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will catch you next time. All right. Toodles. Toodles. Toodles.